All right. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching and bestselling author here. Today, we're going to be interviewing Joshua Church, the director of operations here at High Impact Coaching, someone who's been with me for the last two and a half years as we grew this business to multiple six figures or multiple seven figures, sorry. <laughs> Today in the episode, in the interview, we're going to be running through gratitude as a perfectly legal drug and how you can change your state with it. We're going to dig into showing up and how important that is for your entrepreneurial business, your coaching business, and how to create some quick shifts in your mind state when you're feeling down. We're also going to dig into morning routines and the importance of building gratitude into your life long term. We're also talking to something you know I was not expecting to get into, the two divine psyches, which I absolutely loved talking about this with Joshua. So you're going to absolutely love this as well. Be sure to check this out in the episode. And if you want to catch these episodes live in our Facebook group on video, go ahead and go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help to help you build your coaching business, you know, get that coaching business to, you know, profitable six figures in the next 90 days or so, go ahead and go to xanderfryer.com forward slash apply and grab 15 minutes on our calendar where we can dig into your business, see where you're at, what's working, what's not, and see if we might be able to help you accelerate that growth. All right, I'll see you in there, guys. Have fun. All right. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer here, best-selling author and CEO <laughs> and founder of High Impact Coaching. Here with the amazing Joshua Church today of HIC, I might add. Josh is actually our director of operations here at High Impact Coaching. He's been my right hand for a while now, for a few years. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. So that's been a blast. But today, obviously, Joshua, I'm, I'm really excited to dig in this with you because you're literally a walking, breathing gratitude journal, I think. Uh, <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about the importance of gratitude in building a seven-figure coaching business. You know, we're setting out this year. This year, our goal is to hit between 2.8 and 3.3 million in our coaching business. So reaching that multiple seven-figure level and beyond. So super excited for everything that we're doing. But Joshua, you and your gratitude and appreciation has been a massive, massively important part of this. So I just wanted to kind of get you on and to talk to everybody about the role that gratitude and appreciation and everything plays in building a really successful coaching business. So welcome, Joshua. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And gratitude, that's a really good one. I'm grateful for your comments on my gratitude. But yeah, gratitude, like as you know, it's just, it's a superpower. It's actually a superpower that all of us have access to yeah. that changes the world. And it's essential to use on a daily basis. So I'm stoked on gratitude always. I'm excited to dig in. But before we do, I always, you know, kind of got to ask, do you want to do you want to kind of run through what you do here at High Impact Coaching for everybody out there in podcast and Facebook live land, if you will? Yeah, do we have an hour and a half for me to run through or yeah, what? Maybe we, keep it, maybe we keep it as narrow as possible. Yeah. So other than um, cleaning up some uh, grammar and spelling errors from Xander, which is guys, my favorite. If you guys have ever noticed any of my grammar errors in any of our content, I blame Joshua for not cleaning <laughs> before you get to it. So good. So good. Yes. So I'm head of operations, which really means a few things. It means setting up the internal and the external processes for our business to succeed and scale. So basically on the internal side of things, when you start growing into the 50 plus clients a month, there's a lot to manage on the inside when you've got 10 team members. So building out those processes and structures so we can continue to scale beyond that while also delivering the high level of support and success that we do to clients. So then there's the external processes to help our coaches deliver better results to our clients, help our clients see better results easier. So it's like kind of fun problem solving, putting together different pieces of the puzzle that I just very much enjoy doing at a very high fulfillment rate. 
Yeah. And you and I have talked about this for a while now, but your main role is basically what we call M-I-S-A-S, maintaining intimacy and success at scale, right? So our ability to continue to maintain intimacy, success, and results as we continue to scale our business to more and more people. So hugely important role. He's responsible for pretty much, he's the reason why you guys see all those screenshots of people hitting amazing numbers and doing amazing things. So thank you for that, Joshua. Yeah, absolutely. A part of it, a part of an amazing team. Part, part of an amazing team. That's great. So talk to me about gratitude and appreciation. Why is it so important to you? And obviously what's the role it plays in business? Yeah. Why is it so important to me? I mean, it's an instant state shifter. So like as humans, something that I've learned is like we're pleasure, we're sensation seeking beings. So we're always looking to shift our state. That's why a lot of people turn to drugs or alcohol, whatever it is though. It can be music, video games, whatever. We're looking for that sensation and that to shift our state. And gratitude to me is the most natural state shifter because it's very simple. You know, if you sit down, even just the simplest of gratitude exercise, a rampage of gratitude, you sit down and you just start listing things that you're grateful for and you just kind of start and it feels a little forced and awkward at first, but then all of a sudden you start building and you just feel this momentum of energy come through you and you're just like, wow, and this and this and this, and it totally shifts your state. I swear it's like a magic pill you can take that if you notice yourself, wherever you're at, you can take this pill of gratitude and you can instantly shift your state naturally obviously without totally, without taking a hit totally of the legal mind altering drug basically exactly exactly i love so it. yeah so it's a state shifter internally which is a, you know a beautiful thing is a tool so all these different things gratitude is one of my trustiest and most trustworthy tools that i have in my tool belt and my process and my journey is all about building up this tool belt of different things that can help me respond because that's all it is to build a business as you know it's all about your ability to respond. You teach this in the basic level yeah. of our clients, E plus R equals O. The yeah. event plus the response is your outcome. It's all your ability to respond. Yeah. I think I want to hit on that for a second because you're hitting on something that's crucial for especially starting entrepreneurs, right? Starting entrepreneurs, like 80 to 90% of the time, let's be honest, shit's going wrong. Right. Right? Like 80 to 90% of the time as a starting entrepreneur, shit is going wrong right? So if you have to reach to alcohol or you have to reach subtler ideas or like going and Netflix binge watching or just Mm -hmm. avoiding doing the things that you need to do, right? Avoiding the act. That's actually a lot of people's drug, just avoiding taking the action, right? And so a lot of people, just like you mentioned, they're looking to fix this state through other things, not getting out of their comfort zone, not having that difficult conversation, not pushing to you know, enroll and market and get themselves out there. Sounds like that's probably gratitude is the answer for that. <laughs> it's one of the answers for sure. There's many answers, but it's something that's always accessible. And in terms of the role that gratitude plays for visualization and for getting what you want, it's like when you're grateful for what you have, then you will have more to be grateful for. And then the universe will respond and give you more. It's like sending out a message to the universe, God, higher power, whatever, saying like, hey, more of this, please. And yeah. Order up on the way. That's yeah. simple. And so it also brings your focus to that. So you just end up being happier. Exactly. Exactly. So that's it. And the interesting thing too with gratitude is that you cannot simultaneously be experiencing emotions of frustration or anger or sadness and gratitude at the same time. Like try it. You just absolutely cannot. 
That's yeah. just gratitude is the trump card that just takes it over. So by doing, and there's many different ways, there's many different exercises, different tools that I use to bring gratitude in, to shift that state and to bring me back to that centered place. Let's dig into that for a second, because I think there's a yeah. lot of people out there that know they're like, okay, yeah, everybody says be more grateful. Like, fuck you, I'm trying, right? Like, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so what you say gratitude is the trump card. How do they really start to be grateful for something? What are some things that, like you mentioned, there's some practices that people can implement to be more grateful for stuff today? Definitely. Rampage of appreciation is one that's super simple. Sit down and just start listing. And like I said, the first few might feel forced and then all of a sudden you'll just go on a rampage. It really happens. Explain the rampage. Like, okay. okay, so sit down, take a piece of paper, sit down with a pen and just start writing. What are you grateful for? Think about it. So right now I could think I'm grateful for this desk that I was able to buy yesterday from Craigslist. I'm grateful for communication because I can have this with Xander. I'm grateful for technology, for this office space that I'm in, for being able to make an income to pay for this office space, for this. And you just let it take you down this path and you'll feel this kind of groundswell of energy that starts to come up. And then you can take a step back and it's just like, feels like you almost lighter. You take a step back and be like, wow, like there's a lot to be grateful for in my life right now. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. I love that. And I think I've obviously done this before and I do it a lot to my yeah. own practice, but it feels a little bit weird and awkward the first time you do it. Yeah. Kind of Like you mentioned, you reach a level, maybe it's within the first minute or two, maybe it's like seven minutes in or something Right. that it just, it really starts to become real. It really starts mm-hmm. to become visceral. And it might be mechanical at first, but then it reaches a level where it just shifts, right? Yeah, totally. Like, so that's one. Like you can't smile and not start to feel happy at the same time. Right. Yeah, exactly. You have to feel happy to smile. But if you start to yeah. smile, it'll actually force you, like it releases happy hormones. So you actually start to feel happier. <laughs> if you want to be happy, act happy. It's that simple. Like just start acting happy and then you'll be happy. It's not the other way around. And the other one that I like a lot is because this one is just works without fail is the gratitude text. Yeah. The gratitude text is beautiful. This is something that everybody watching this should do right now. I've gotten like four of those in the last three days. Have you been telling our clients to do (laughs) that? recently no that just means that your vibes on that next level where you're asking for that good work it isn't the language your love language uh, words of appreciation words of affirmation is my love language so if you guys if you guys ever want to like get on my good list just send me gratitexts. Like that'll just really get you there real quick. <laughs> it's true. So gratitext, it's super simple. You can do it either. I prefer doing it with an actual letter, snail mail, because who receives snail mail anymore? So go above and beyond. It doesn't take much longer. It's like such a nice difference, but send someone a letter that you haven't talked to in a while. But the gratitext is super simple because all you need to do is get out your phone. It's kind of a fun, it's kind of like roulette. So you go to your contact list and take like a big swipe and just let it scroll through your contact list and then it'll land on the screen and pick someone that you see on the screen. And if there's no one there that you know, or if it's like your plumber from three years ago, no one there that actually deserves a gratitude text. Yeah, then take another swipe and find someone or you can go back through your text. If you're like me, I have my text saved forever ago. So you can go back through and be like, well, who's someone that I have lost touch? Simply send them a quick message. Hey, I was just thinking of you. I hope you're doing well. Want to let you know how much I'm grateful to have you in my life done. You don't have to do the whole thing. Like a lot of people have resistance around that because they're like, well, I don't want to open a loop and then have to go catch up with this person or grab coffee. It doesn't have to be any of that. It doesn't have to be like, let's catch up soon. It's just like, Hey, was just thinking of you. You came across my mind. Super grateful. You're in my life. I hope you have a great day. You send that to them and you watch, watch how that message lands on their phone at the time when they need it the most. Yeah. Without fail, you will receive another text back. Oh my gosh, this made my day. It's so great to hear from you. Thank you so much. Literally every time this, you have no clue how much I needed to hear this today of all days. How did you know? 
So Gratitex is amazing. And the beautiful part about this superpower, why I really believe it's a superpower is because there's this boomerang effect that happens. So when you express gratitude through the act of sending that text of you being grateful, like you feeling it, it actually comes back and amplifies tenfold because you feel it. And when you express that feeling to someone, that feeling of gratitude, then they feel it. And then knowing that you made someone feel worthy, appreciated, loved, thought of makes you feel 10 times better because that's all we're here to do as humans. That's all we want at the end of the day. So knowing that you were able to make someone feel so good from just a few words, what does that leave you feeling? I mean, on cloud freaking 10, you know? So funny. Expressing gratitude is like legitimately the most selfish thing you can do, which I love. Straight up. That's why it's like when you're saying like, oh, you're the most, you know, walking gratitude. I'm just like, it's totally selfish. I got to be honest. I'm just an addict. I just into this gratitude drug and I am Mm -hmm. selfish as fuck. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I love it, man. I love it. So you know, obviously we've got a lot of coaches out there. Maybe they're just starting a coaching business. Maybe they're in the beginning stages of building a coaching business. Maybe they've got a you know half million dollar business, seven figure business. In your opinion, what's the role of appreciation and gratitude in building a coaching business? Yeah. I mean, for that one fold kind of we were talking about, it's being able to respond to things and use it as a tool to manage your own state and how you show up every day as part of your personal practice to showing up. So that's part of it. But the other part of it that's probably even more critical when it comes to building the business is it's being able to find gratitude for the things that don't go well. Yeah. It's being able to see and appreciate the challenges for what they are. And as Tim Grover says, that pressure is a privilege. Yeah. And it's being able to be grateful for the challenges, being able to be grateful for the when things don't go well. I mean, how many times have we had things break or don't go according to plan or a month shits the bed or something happens, right? But those in turn yeah. are the things that we're actually most grateful for because it allows us to then grow from there. And so it's that mindset shift of being able to really, when you can shift to that place of gratitude for some challenge or something that's happening, you automatically switch the power. It doesn't have power over you anymore. You know what I mean? Like you automatically are taking control of it. I love that. And I think that's so important because I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what it takes to build a coaching business, that it's all daisies and rainbows and right. It's always just helping people and impact and traveling the world, sipping Mai Tais on the beach. Right. But like, It is hard. (laughs) I see you shaking your head over there. But you know, like one of my favorite lessons I ever learned, this came from um, one of my buddies who's actually a financial coach, built a a seven-figure coaching business in the financial space. And he said, building a coaching business is just like the stock market, right? If you take a look at the stock market over the last 70 years, it has consistently gone up, Mm. whatever it is, seven, eight percent every single year, right? There's been some waves and some up and downs, but overall, it's continuously gone up. But- If you look at the stock market on a daily basis, 80% of the time it is down from a previous time. Mm. 80% of the time the stock market is down from a previous time. And I think people don't realize that it's the same thing in your business. 80% of the time, only 20% of the time are you reaching a new high. Only Mm -hmm. like 15, 20% of the time are you reaching a new high in your business. The other 80 to 85%, you're actually down from a previous high. Shit's broken. Something's not working. This is like you're learning a new skill set. You're becoming proficient in this new marketing or sales or coaching, whatever it is. Like 80% of the time, you're actually down. And if you're not grateful for that, if you're not grateful to go through those processes, those downs, you're never going to reach the rest of the highs. Mm-hmm. 
Right? Absolutely. That's beautiful. Beautifully said. And on that note too, with the 80%, like that's the amount of times you're going to be hearing no on a day-to-day basis too, when you're with sales, like, yeah. you know, the best, you know, eight out of 10 times, like you're going to hear a no and you've got to be able to, to step up and, and yeah. keep moving through that and play the long game. Yeah. And really take a bigger look at it and be grateful for the no's, be grateful for the shit that breaks. Yeah. Any specifics around showing up that you have for people? Because I think that's a huge thing as well. You mentioned showing up, right? Gratitude is what allows you to show up, specifically as a coach. Like, I think that's hugely important. Right. I mean, I'm a firm believer that there's two types of people. There's the type of people that show up for the day. And then there's the type of people that wait for the day to show up for them. Two very distinct types of people. And for example, I got to give my roommate, Chad, a shout out because he's someone that shows up for the day every single day. This kid, literally, he walks to work. That's like a 10 minute walk for him to work. He listens to his high school football pump up playlist as he (laughs) walks. So he steps into that building with the energy on a different level, whereas most people are rolling out of bed and he works at the fastest startup to a billion dollars in history of the world. Most of those people are rolling out of bed and they are waiting for the coffee to kick in to wake them up or waiting to read some good news or waiting to open their inbox. So especially when you're, when you're, when you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur coach, when you're a coach, like you've got to show up because yeah. how can you expect to show up for other people if you're not showing up for yourself? Yeah. You know, how can you care for others if you can't even care for yourself? How can you do good if you don't feel good? How can you love anybody else if you can't love yourself? Right. So it's like, it takes like that process of showing up and we can talk about some more specifics around that, but just that mentality of how am I going to show up today? Like, what am I going to do to show up to make sure that I show up for the day and maintain that throughout the day? So what are some practices that you have that allow you to show? Cause you do, you show like, you know, we've got our morning team call at seven 30 every morning and you show up for that call and you're like, not just show up. Like you're there, you show up, you're ready, you're present, you're energetic, you're cracking jokes, you know, you're really leading the team on those morning calls every morning, right? So how do you work yourself to showing up every single morning? Yeah, great question. It's a practice, you know, it's a practice that you get better with. And it's a practice that's not perfect. Like I'd lie if I say 100% of the time I show up like that. There's definitely some days where I roll out of bed and I'm on that call, like, pretty groggy and tired and just not feeling it. But that's becoming, again, you look at the long game, it's like that's becoming shorter and smaller and smaller and smaller because it's a constant practice. Yeah. So that's something that I want to make very clear for everybody too, because a lot of times you see people will start beating themselves up around that. Like, damn it, like I didn't do my morning routine. Like, damn it. And they get super down on themselves and that has more of a negative effect than being like, okay, cool. Like, let's get back at it tomorrow. Let's do something now. So they compare themselves to you or to somebody right, else right. had a year of working on showing up. Exactly. Years of working on showing up. And then it starts to develop. So it's, I mean, it's like anything showing up like is like anything where it's a muscle that you build through quality reps. And so my morning practice has evolved throughout. I mean, the last really three years has constantly evolved, but something has remained constant. And that is that there is a morning practice, meaning you refer to it as the morning bookend, right? The first You always have control of the first 10 minutes of the day and the last 10 minutes before you go to sleep, at least, right? And that's really when your mind and your subconscious mind is most vulnerable and most open to molding, right? When you're waking up, right? When you're going to sleep. So using that time and 10 minutes is like minimum, right? What do the majority of people do? Hit the alarm, snooze, 
either go back to sleep or grab their phone and start scrolling and let the start feet wake scrolling, up. Yeah. Scroll. Yeah. I mean, I've done it. Like that's what I did. And then I realized how that was affecting me throughout the day and how I felt like I was constantly behind trying to get ahead of the day. So for me, what that looks like, I do an hour, the first hour of my morning. I know you've got some crazy one too, but for me, it's grown to like the hour. First, it was like 20 minutes, then half hour, then 45 minutes. Now that first hour for me is non-negotiable. Meaning that when I wake up that first hour, that's my time. You know, that's my time. And so again, it's constantly changed, but the non-negotiables to that are, I keep my phone in airplane mode, that way I'm not even tempted, even if I happen to look at it or grab it, it's like an airplane mode. So I keep my phone in airplane mode, I have a separate alarm, which really helps, so you're not grabbing your phone first thing. Get an alarm clock from Amazon. Like, Yeah, do you still have one of the sunlight alarm clocks? Oh yeah, yeah, best purchase. Like I wanna share that with everybody. Like the best purchase is get, it's an alarm clock that has like a light bulb that slowly brightens and floods your light with room. So you wake up, most of the time you wake up to the natural light. So it's a great way to wake up. Just search sunrise alarm clock on Amazon. Sunrise alarm clock, that's it, yeah. That's a great way. So wake up to the sunrise alarm, hit it. And then (laughs) the way that I describe showing up for me is it's like, it's kind of like walking the dog is the way that I think about it. So I need to like take care of myself in like my animalistic form. So I gotta like basically tell myself to sit, stay. That's my meditation practice, right? Like sit down, stay, wait, good, okay, cool. You know, make your bed, like brush your teeth, take a cold shower, do the things that you don't wanna do, but like the things that are necessary to do. It's those little yeah. things. You now when you I mean? do those things first thing in the morning, you're programming your brain to do, be more determined, impactful, mm-hmm. and decisive throughout the day. And how do you think that carries over your coaching business and the business yeah. you're doing during the day? Absolutely. When you have the opportunity and you're feeling uncomfortable to, to make that call or to nod or to lean in, it's those little decisions that you don't even think about that starting because you build momentum as a force multiplier. So you build that momentum in the day and yeah, it sucks getting in that cold shower in the morning or you know, you're doing sitting down for the meditation a days can just be really horrible. But the consistency of that builds that momentum throughout the day and it really carries. So that's kind of the way that I view it is it's like, it's the time for me to start to conquer that in a way, in a really cool way that I like to think about it. In the Torah, in the Old Testament, there's something called the Yitzhar Harav and the Yitzhar Tov, which have been transcended to become like the angel and the devil on your shoulders. You know what I mean? Like that's the common interpretation is you've got the angel on one shoulder, the devil on one shoulder. So that comes from the Old Testament and it's really not the angel and the devil, it's Yitzhar Harav and Yitzhar Tov. And it describes that we have two souls. We have our animalistic soul, our human soul, and then we have our divine soul or our godly soul. So that's kind of where people get the devil and the angel. And our animal soul is the one that has the urges that wants to act on impulse. It's the one that wants to, you know, the years ago, not that long ago, would rape, murder, pillage, like that animalistic drive that just wants to eat, have sex, sleep. That's our animal soul. And then we have our other soul, which is that intuition. It's that higher power. It's that divinity, that God spark we have within us that has morality, that has compass, that has ethics. And yeah. so every day it's kind of a constant battle between these two and, and understanding who you're eating. And so the way that I look at my morning practice in a very basic primal physical level is a way to kind of activate myself in that way and to take control of my impulses to start to bring intention and consciousness into my day, awareness into my day that carries throughout the entire day. So that's that time where it's like you let that God soul take a step forward and let the animal soul take a step back. And the funny way I think of it is like walking the dog. You just got to walk the dog. Yeah, I love 
that analogy. That is absolutely amazing. It's funny because like the first thing that comes up to me, I always think of like one of my good friends and mentors, Bedros Koulian. He refers to it as, you know, big Bedros and the little bitch Bedros. So it's just just one more, <laughs> just one more way to look at it. You've got God, you've got the devil, you've got the animalistic, you've got the you, you've got big Bedros and you've got little bitch Bedros over here. Um, you know, just, That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So funny. Awesome. So obviously in this morning routine, I'm assuming there's some form of gratitude practice. Is that right? There is. Yeah. What do you do there? So it depends. The thing that I found best is because I experimented with some time where it was like, okay, these are the five things I'm doing every single day. Like sure. There's a a non-negotiable things like brushing my teeth, sitting down and meditate has become a non-negotiable, but I like to leave space in there for me to actually think and feel and then decide what I want to do. So that's something that has helped take me really recently in these past maybe three months has helped take my morning practice to the next level is creating that space for me to listen. Instead of just like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. It's like, just how be- do I want to, yeah. yeah, just being, how do I want to do this? Because some days I want to sit in my journal and do a rampage of appreciation. Other days I want to write someone a handwritten letter. The other days I want to send someone a gratitude text. So it differs, but the pillar stays there, which is gratitude, you know? So that changes. Structure, and then there's some sort of flexibility almost. That's what it is. That's a great way to put it. That's what it is. It's that structured flexibility, which I think is really important, especially in your business too, because there's a lot of the, you know, the self-development movement that has gone into like the super disciplined structure to have every single second of every day blocked off and have, you know, super, super granular, which has its value. And for some people it has its extreme value, but there's, I think the next level of that is being able to have that kind of structured flexibility, those blocks almost, if you will, yeah. where you can actually exercise your consciousness and be like, what do I feel right now? So some days, to be honest, which is the most fun is I'll put on my headphones and I'll blast some music and I'll just start letting my body move and dance, a little ecstatic dance. And then I feel good. So there's always these things that bring me into my body. Breath work is another thing that I do. Doing the Wim Hof breath work or the Kundalini breath of fire where you're just pumping oxygen in or doing some free flow yoga. By the way, if there's anybody out there that ever wants to climb an ice cold mountain in Iceland in their underwear, talk to Joshua about it. He's done it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We get one of those crazies. So... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can talk to you about that. But that's what that it might, is for that's me. That's probably going to have to be a whole nother. Whole that'll, other. Be a whole, that'll be a whole other thing. <laughs> but the base remains there, which is dropping into the body because that allows me to be more present, more comfortable in my own body and be more present with myself so I can be more present with others. It gives me that self-care I can do for myself so I can care for others. Emptying yeah. the cup, as you say. What's the analogy you use or the, the dam or the cup? What is it? I mean, you can't fill others with an empty cup, right? So you can't fill right. others with an empty cup. But so you got to fill your cup. That's the morning practice. Fill your cup up, whatever it looks like. Beautiful. I love it, man. Well, I know you and I could probably keep talking for hours, but we're going to end it here. Any last words of advice for all the entrepreneurs out there uh, as they're getting their businesses going or scaling to those next levels? Yeah. Don't forget why. Don't forget why you're doing what you're doing because all these things can become dogmatic practices that you resent and that you hate and that stop you from doing things. But as soon as you remember why and you bring purpose back into it, it changes everything. So remember why you started in those moments when you're like, you know, your back's up against the wall or you just, you feel like you're at a loss. Like remember why you started, remember who you're here to serve. That's the beautiful part about is us as coaches is that we're all here for service of others. It's something deeply tied to our own personal experience. So remember why you started and keep that why close in heart and it makes everything else easier. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for that, Joshua. Really appreciate you coming on board. For everybody out there listening in podcast land, if you want to catch this live in our Facebook group, go ahead and go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group to join our Facebook group and catch more interviews like this and a lot of other content trainings we've got. And if anybody's interested in getting our help at High Impact Coaching to build their coaching business to six figures, multiple six figures and beyond, check out our High Impact Coaching launch program. You can go to xanderfriar.com forward slash apply, where we can set up a 15 minute call to dig into your business, see where you're at, you know, what you're still working on to really get up and running and see how we might be able to help you get to that six figure, multiple six figure mark in the next 90 days. Joshua, thank you so much for joining. Looking forward to having you back on the show in the future, but everybody else, love you guys and we'll talk to you soon.